0: This podcast is brought to you by Catch the Fire Boulder, where we're more than a church. We're family. For more information about this podcast or other resources, please go to ctfboulder.com. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we thank you for this day, Lord. Father, we pray... Father, for your spirit, Father, to reside in this room, Father. Father, we pray for those that are watching online, for those that are in the sanctuary, Father. Lord, we pray that, Lord, that your spirit would would touch them, Father. Father, I pray right now, Father, that, Lord, that you would take over, Father. That, Lord, that, that the words that come out of my mouth, Father, would come straight from you, Lord. Father, let me be a conduit. Father, let me be a conduit for your love, Father. Let me be a conduit for for your power, Father, for your, for your anointing, Father. Lord, let your anointing fall upon me. Father, I pray for each and every soul that's within hearing of my voice, Father. Father, I pray that, Lord, that you would touch them, Father. Father, that Lord, that you would heal any sicknesses, Father. That, Lord, that you would heal any, any illnesses in their bodies, Father. Father, we thank you for your presence, Father. Lord, we thank you, Father, that, that Father, that you breathe life into us every day, Lord. Father, I pray that, Lord, that your hands would be upon this service, Father. Lord, I pray that, that, Father, that everything that I say, everything that happens, Father, is anointed from you, Father, that it comes straight from your throne. Lord, I, I, I praise you, Father, and I thank you, Lord, and I pray that you would, that, Lord, you would have your way here. Lord, we love you, Father, we praise you, and we thank you, and it's in your precious name. Amen. Praise God. So good evening ladies and gentlemen. Some of you know me, some of you don't. Uh, my name is Miguel. Uh, greetings and salutations. Uh, I'm kind of old school. Uh, I was teaching children's church one day, a couple years back, and I did everything on my tablet, had it all set up, and I couldn't get any Wi-Fi. And so from that point on, I do everything on paper. It, it's never failed me. <laughs> so if we could all stand for the reading of the word. And I do this before every time I, I, I preach. So I'm reading out of Second Chronicles 7.14. In uh, FYI, I read out of the Amplified, so it may be a little different from what you guys are used to. And my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek, crave, require as a necessity my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear them from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. And then the other scripture I read is 16.9. Some Bibles separate verses into A and B. So this will be the A. Sixty-nine. For the eyes of the Lord move to and fro throughout the earth, so that He may support those whose heart is completely His. I, you may be seated, by the way. I truly believe that that He does. He is seeking for us. He's looking for us to to fulfill his mission on this planet. Uh, I'm gonna give you a little background about myself. Uh, I actually, I, I grew up in the church. Uh, I went to Westminster Assembly of God that was up on the hill. Actually, we started at 80th and Lowell uh, when I was a kid. And around the age of 12, uh, I became disillusioned uh, and started using drugs Uh, I was a drug addict for 28 years. June 5th, 2009, I went to a men's home in Lakewood called Center of Hope. Actually, one of your alumni is from there. But it was at that point that I started hearing from the voice of God. Uh, And he started pointing me in a direction he started speaking into my life. He started opening my eyes to the truth around me. It's where I I, I began. When I left the, the home, and I'm sorry, I'm full of pop, pop culture. I grew up watching TV and movies. I was on a mission from God. And I was. I remember when I called my wife, I said, I'll meet you at church, it was a Sunday. I said, I'll meet you at church Sunday night. And she said, where are you at? And I said, "I'll, I'll just meet me at the church, I'll be, I'll be there by, you know, I'll meet you there at sun, Sunday night for service. And we went back and forth about where I was and that I would meet her, and finally she said, there's no service tonight, they don't do service on Sunday nights anymore. And I was like, oh, I'm over here. <laughs> she came and picked me up. Uh, Around 2015, Pastor Ray credentialed me in his church. Uh, I was a pastor under, under his tutelage. Uh, at the, around the same time, maybe a little bit before, I'd started doing online classes with uh, Global University, which used to be Berean. I'm actually two classes away from being uh, licensed to preach uh, nationwide. Yeah, it's, this last year has been a struggle with everything, so I, I should have been done a long time ago, but thank you. Uh, I've never thought of myself as a, a pastor, though. I'm kind of mean. I'm a little bristly. Uh, I, I'm a bear poker. Uh, I like Pastor Ray used to say, I'm a, a fruit squeezer. And I am. I, I, I love squeezing people because I want to see what's in their heart. Because you can tell where a person stands, a Christian where a Christian stands, by putting them under a little pressure. See, people don't understand that, and it, it's biblical that from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And we, what's in us comes out especially when we're under pressure. Uh, When I got out of the home, I started working with a a wonderful man by the name of Leonard Maris at Thrive Church. He's a really good friend. Uh, He was my mentor. And one of the things he taught me about were object lessons. I love object lessons. I can remember scripture or sermons from when I was a kid going to, to, to uh, Westminster Assembly of God. I couldn't tell you exactly what the sermon was about, but I can remember the object lesson. And so that, that sticks with me, that's stuck with me for years now. And like I said, I'm a bear poker. I like seeing where people stand. I like to see how far people can be pushed. There was three things that I learned about doing children's church. One, if you can teach children, you can teach anybody. Two, people may not remember a lot of sermons, but a well-done object lesson will stick with them for the rest of their lives. And three, kiss. Keep it simple, stupid. And it is amazing. I, in fact, I was talking to Douglas before service and I, I told him, I, at one point I was praying to God and I was like, God, what can I do to make people more interested in you? What can I do to, to, to bring more light to who you are and what you've done in my life and, and how amazing you really are? And the only thing that came to my mind was, and and I know it was the Holy Spirit speaking to me, Jesus doesn't need glitter. He doesn't. He doesn't need us to to put glitter on things to make it exciting. He's exciting all on his own. If you want people to understand Don't make it complicated. But with that being said, more about me, I'm a logophile and I'm a bibliophile. (laughs) I love the English language. A logophile, for those of you who don't know, is a people who love words. I love words. The English language is an amazing language because there's so many ways to express a thought. And a bibliophile, is a lover of books. And both me and my wife, we read voraciously. My Kindle is filled with books. Uh, actually, Goober, can you bring my tea? My tea. Sorry, dry throat. So like I told you, I'm a bear poker. And I like object lessons. So let's do an object lesson. Uh, Goober and Nick, if you could, uh... by the way, I call my wife Goober, I don't know why. It's been a pet name of ours, we call each other Goober for uh, 30, 30 years, 32 years. So I need a chair and, no, no, set it up over here. We'll help her with the... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I need volunteers. I need two people. Well, so, people say that they would die for their their beliefs. But see, I challenge you right now. It's easy to say, oh, I'd die for, for Christ. But will you live for Christ? So you raised your hand. Jennifer, and then the young lady over here, come on up, yeah, yeah, no, 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 not you, them, I'm glad that hooks around the ears, all right, so what we're going to do is they're going to play rock, paper, scissors, all right, so ready? Ready? a little bit closer all right (laughs) one two three say scissors beats paper you know what what i haven't told them is what we're playing for so if you ladies can step back for a second and it's best two out of three let me get out of their way nick get the other hand yeah what are you doing nick didn't you learn in the home? <laughs> see, we're about to see some fruit squeezed. Are you sure? you want? Can you get the extension cord? It's green. Yeah, there you go. No, I, that's why I had Nick, because he knows this place. Where can I plug this in? To the right, to the right, to the right, to the right, right, right. So now we get to the meat and potatoes. There's glitter on my sheets. You know, glitter is horrible. Well, because it gets everywhere and it never leaves. Like Jesus, step up, step on up, step on up, ladies. So, so last, last I, I saw, yeah, yeah, no, 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 you're you're more than welcome. You won the first round, right? Uh-huh. Okay, and we said it's best two out of three, right? Yeah. Oh no, bring it out. Oh, okay. and give me a little, little slack there. Oh, sorry. All right, you guys, are you guys ready? Oh, that's too, I, I, I love it, but it's, enough. I can't remember it well enough to, to do it. Sorry. We were talking about uh, rock, paper, scissors, lizard Spock. If I knew all the rules, I would tell you. All right, you ladies ready? Oh, and by the way, whoever loses gets shaved. All right. Oh, yeah, well. (laughs) We're talking down to the head. All right, are you ready? I got head coverings, I'm good. All right, one, one, two, three. Up, one, two, three. Paper comes up. So now we're one and one. So whoever loses is going to get their head shaved. This is this is for the this is for the game. Well, unless there's a tie, but we'll still have a tiebreaker. Oh. okay. Fair All right. So you ready? One, two, three, go. Thank you. Good. Good. Yep. That's exactly where you're gonna sit. No, no, no. You can. That's why I said it's good that it's around your ears. So, the Bible talks a lot about about sacrifice. Uh, In Genesis 22, 9 through 14. And in the course of time, Cain brought to the Lord an offering of the fruit of the ground. But Abel brought an offering of the finest firstborn of his flock and fat portions and the Lord had respect, regard for Abel and his offering, but for Cain, his offering, he had no respect. So Cain became extremely angry, indig, indi- dig- I can't even say the word, indignant, and looked annoyed. Do nothing to harm him, for I know that you fear God with reverence and profound respect. Oh, uh That's a totally different verse. Come on in sit down. She missed out. She could have been here for the, the, the rock, paper, scissors. Cain, Cain slew Abel because Abel's sacrifice was deemed more important in God's eyes. But what people miss about that is that it wasn't the sacrifice. It was the fact that Abel gave his first fruits if Cain had, have, had given his first fruit, it would have meant as much as, as what Abel did. I gotta put this down for a second. I'm, I'm all nervous too. It's not often you get to shave somebody at church. So, I'm not sure what I did with my scriptures, but the second one was talking about uh, Abraham and a sacrifice of Isaac. How many in here believe that obedience is better than sacrifice? It's true, it is. Obedience is far better than sacrifice. But I, I put out to you, that without sacrifice, there can't be obedience. When, when I went to the men's home, I gave up my freedom to find Christ. I gave up my drugs and alcohol to find Christ. I went cold turkey smoking to find Christ. I had to sacrifice parts of myself in order to gain. See, obedience is is exactly what God wants from us. Obedience is is everything. But without sacrifice, there is no obedience. See, because if we can't give of ourselves, if we can't sacrifice something, we'll never be able to be obedient. Never. It's impossible. The Bible talks about a lot of different Sacrifices in in the Bible, Uh, a peace offering, a sin offering, a wave offering. That's my favorite because I love waving. Hey, (laughs) praise Lord. Wow. Well, I don't know what I did with that scripture, but I feel bad now. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. It was the guy behind the paper. So let's get back to what we were doing here. So are you ready? I can't do this. Here, take that, get up. Actually, give me that back. Take that. What you doing? I'm gonna be your sacrifice. You for- I'm sorry. I'm gonna be your sacrifice. I... Uh, around November, the end of November... Uh, And I'm I'm sorry. A friend of mine calls me Jeremiah because I weep a lot when I when I preach. Uh, I started uh, a a fast long before the fast that we started in January. Uh, The fast I started was my hair. Uh, I asked God. I said, God, I've been out of the home for ten years. And Lord, you said you'd use me. And Lord, I I just want to be used by you. I want to reach people. I want to touch people with your word, Lord. I want to be a part of your kingdom. And I know I'm a part of the kingdom. But the 10 years, man, I know how how Moses felt when when God put him in the desert for 40 years. And then he took the people out out of Egypt and he put them back in the desert for 40 more years. Sacrifice. There is no obedience without sacrifice. And so I'm your sacrifice. So Sir, I've never used one of these before in my life. So it's really easy. All you do is just just glide it along. What if I get you? Don't worry. You want to help her? Oh, <laughs> well, you're going to do it. To Please help. You're going to do it. Okay. So. Whoa. What did I do? Yeah. So you just take it. Okay. And just go like that, by oh, that's what I did. There you go. Oh, okay. What did I do? Uh, so this right here, adjust the length of the cut. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it was just bottomed out. Oh, So you just So, this is a first, I'm sure, for everybody here. I don't know how many of you people have seen somebody be shaved in church. Well, my wife was with me last time I did this. And for reference, this is the longest my hair has been. Is it cutting? Oh, yes. (laughs) It's cutting. This is the longest my hair has been since high school. So it's, <laughs> okay, see, okay. see how it goes up just a little bit? Oh okay. So I just put it up if it starts yelling? We'll see if you watch right here. See how I don't It's me. Hold on a second. <laughs> Hold this. Sorry, we're having technical difficulties. Did you shut me off? <laughs> just go with it. If it makes noise, we'll just go. Okay. Really, really like it. Go, go. Set it off for a All right. Wow, that's loud. <laughs> yeah, you pull the peanut out. And I can't see without my glasses, so I'm getting old. We're going to switch units okay. just because that one's so loud. My wife just said, you have a lot of hair. I realize that this is no comparison to what Christ did for us on the cross. Uh, The gift he gave us uh, is beyond compare. Is that working better? Yeah. So, to be honest, those other clippers are uh, for dogs. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, don't be dainty. Oh, okay. Just go for it. You're not going to hurt me. Oh, okay. I just <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No dainty. Just. just cut it. All right, we're cutting. Yay. Did you really think I was going to shave you? Actually, I did. I was here, here, hold on, hold on. Do an eyebrow. Oh, an eyebrow. <laughs> do an eyebrow, do an eyebrow, do an eyebrow. Quick, quick. Just do, just do it. I think she's more nervous about cutting my hair than getting her hair cut. See, okay, I have bad experience. Every time I've touched hair, it's always ended very badly. Um. So I'm going to tell you the same thing I told my daughter when she was doing cosmetology class. Uh-huh. It grows back. Uh-huh. You, you you can't mess it up. You're quick. Do the other eyebrow. Oh oh, you want that? Well, we got a match. Oh, all right. Uh-huh. Okay. Um. Well, that one. It's, it's okay. better to go against the grain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my Okay, <laughs> I think, uh, okay, well we got like half of you dead. So, oh, you still got the beard to go. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Can you do me another favor? Can you put the chair in in front of me and put my scripture on or my uh, book so I can continue? I can't believe Pastor Steve let me do this in his church. (laughs) That is true. We are the church. And, And I'll be honest with you, I've done this before uh, for the men's home. Uh, but this particular sermon that I did, because each time I do a sermon, it kind of changes. God, God does things. He speaks to me, and I go, okay, God, I'll do what you want me to do. Uh, but every message that I heard every Sunday, and like Christy was speaking, for the most part in December, and a lot of, let's do it. Uh, the message that I heard is that God is calling us. Uh, we're right now. We're in a time where our country is in flux. Some of us are happy about who's president. Some of us aren't. And God spoke to me, and He said, "It doesn't matter who's president, because I'm still in control." And the reason I, I, I wanted to preach about sacrifice and the reason I wanted to do this was my hair just fell in my eyes. <laughs> is is we're being called. See, I, I believe that God speaks to every one of us. I believe that, that God is, is is calling every one of us. Thank you. No worries. I knew what you were after. Uh, The problem is is a lot of us don't listen. The fields are are, are ripe. Uh, It's not about who's president, it's not about who's control of our country, It's, it's not about what's going on in the world, it's about what we're supposed to be doing as Christians. For me this is just a fun way to 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 make people pay attention, to make people remember why are we here. Here, get the beard. Get some beard. beard. Got it. Beard. Oh that went oh I felt that one. Yep. There you go. Laughing beard. My my wife has been crying for this. (laughs) Brittany? Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Dude, and, and half. On the other side, yeah, he yep. said. Yep, on the other side, okay. okay. So the first time I did this, I did this for, uh, I was a Royal Rangers commander. And I told the boys that if they memorized the scripture, that they would get to shave me. <laughs> Only two people memorized the scripture? Oh. And I ended up letting them all shave me because... It was Royal Rangers, Uh, and I will tell you that this is only like the third or fourth time, maybe fifth time that I've shaved my mustache. Am I hurting you? Mm-mm. Okay. It's hair. Oh Well, and, and you can do this too. You can do it like this. Oh, okay. That makes sense. My mustache is fake, so I don't have to <laughs> shave it. I must ask you a question. Does anybody want to get a picture of this? <laughs> well, I saw Christy holding her phone filming it. I'm good. I'll, I'll have Nick come and clean me up here in a second. Am I, am I good? You're good. Go ahead and sit down. Yeah, Nick. Come finish. Where the real I think we're making too much noise. Let me know if I'm hitting it too hard. So, out of Acts 8, 8- 32 and 33. And now this was the passage of scripture which was he was reading. Like a sheep he was led to the slaughter and a lamb before its shear is silent so he does not open his mouth in humiliation his judgment was taken away justice was denied him who will describe his ge- generations for his life was taken from the earth. Romans 3:25 whom God displayed publicly before the eyes of the world as life-giving sacrifice of atonement and reconciliation, propitiation by his blood to be received through faith. This was to demonstrate his righteousness, which demands punishment for sin, because in his forbearance, his deliberate restraint, he passed over the sins previously committed before Jesus' crucifixion. Like I said, I believe that that Christ is trying to tell us something. He's calling us to, to, reach, to reach people. See, I let my hair grow, and it was uncomfortable for me. God is calling us to go to uncomfortable places, to do uncomfortable things. One of my favorite sayings is, is Jesus came to comfort the afflicted, yeah, there you go. and to afflict the comfortable. Sorry, I, it's Are hard to talk in this. No, I'm telling everybody else. All uh, right, you're going to need to remove those glasses, bro. Okay. <laughs> got a regular old barber here. He, it's I feel like he's done this before. I've done it a few times. Oh, were you the haircut guy? No, I need to get with that thing. I could do you right now. No, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a little bit more to grow out. Okay, let me get the other side, and then you can put them back on. Okay. Hopefully, I'm getting it all. I doesn't matter. I know you can take like, it when you home. But just leave it like that, bro. Well, and actually, I've got people from work watching me. Uh, my mom's watching me online in Wisconsin. My my father, or my stepfather. Uh, hi, mom. Hi, mom. <laughs> Look what your son's doing. <laughs> Oh yeah Now uh, one of the kids that did it at a church that, that day, she dug in the uh, the clippers right into my head. I don't, uh-oh, hold on, somebody's getting a picture of this, all right, now you can get it all, you guys didn't expect seeing this today, did you? thing. God gives me messages like all the time. Here right. you should I could use on, right? Yeah. That's switch our arms. Uh I can preach regular, but I love object lessons. you always had with you, man. Yeah. Well, that's why I put the sheets down. You almost done? Yeah. Well, you're going to need some touch-ups. Definitely going to need some touch-ups. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Here, hold this for a second, please. Want to. Well, what? Oh, praise God. Yep. And actually, if you could take it outside and shake it off, that'd be awesome. I didn't catch that. Oh. Lane, you have competition. The other scriptures I have for you tonight is, and then he returned to the disciples and said to them, are you still sleeping and resting? Listen, the hour of my sacrifice is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners, whose way and nature is to oppose God. Get up, let us go look. My betrayer is near. Matthew twenty six forty five and forty six. Therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating yourselves, set apart as living sacrifices, holy and well pleasing to God, which is your rational, lo- logical, intelligent act of worship, and do not be conformed to this world any longer and its superficial values and customs but be transformed progressively changed as you mature spiritually as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind focus on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove yourselves what the will of god is that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose purposes for you romans 12, 1 and 2 This was all done in fun and games. This is all just a show. But see, there's people that are dying on the streets right now. I I work for RTD. I I operate a, a, a light rail through Denver and stuff. I see the homeless every day. I see kids that are strung out on drugs. And I, I, I try. I try to reach them. I try to talk to them. But sometimes it's like throwing pearls before swine. But I still try. All this has, has been nothing more than, than a plea for you to step out of your comfort, to step out of, of who you are and, and what you feel safe with. but to reach people, to reach the lost. We're we're put here for a reason. We're put here to, 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 to be the hands of God, to be the voice of God. He speaks to us, but he wants us to speak for him and not out of the sides of our mouth, but out of the word of God. I've, I've taught before about, about the Bible. And my theory is that there is no, well, that's not true. They've come up with bad versions of the Bible, but the, the worst version of a Bible is the one that's unread. In Matthew twenty eight nineteen, he said, Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations and help the people to learn of me Believe in me and obey my words, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. See, I realized that me getting my head shaved can't compare to what he did for us. But I promise you that you'll never forget this night. You'll never forget when some crazy fat man got shaved on the stage. More than anything, so that it sticks in your mind. So that you remember, I've never used a clipper before, but you stepped out of your comfort zone. I said I like squeezing fruit. I like putting people in positions where they have to stop and go, what? That's what God wants for me. He wants you to step into places you've never been. He wants you to go places that you, you can't imagine yourself going to talk to people that you don't think you can talk to. We each have a gift. I'm not called to talk to normal people. I'm not normal. I'm an ex-drug addict. I was a thug. I, I, I ran the streets, I hurt people. I, honestly, I should have been in prison. But God had a plan for me. God had something for me. God helped me to reach people that other people can't. And see, that's where your mission comes in, is there's people that only you will be able to reach. But it's a matter of stepping out and being that hand, being that voice, being the love of God. God. I grew up in in, in a church, and and I swore I would never, I never wanted to to force the gospel down anybody's throat, and I don't. What I've learned, and and I appreciate Steve, he is an amazing man because he loves people. He loves them where they're at, not where they're supposed to be, not where they're going to be. I'm sure he sees people and he sees into them and he sees into their souls and and hears from the voice of God that says that person's going to be this, that person's going to be that, but he loves them where they're at. And that's what I'm calling you to do is, is, is love people where they're at. Love people for, for who they are. When they come in and they smell and they're tattooed up and they've got crazy hair and crazy clothes don't look at this look at this because that's what's important is what's in your heart and from the abundance of the heart the mouth will speak and so if you love people where they're at if you if you reach to people from who you are and reach the people you can you will make an abundance of difference you will touch lives in ways that you can't imagine I'm grateful for what God's taking me through I'm grateful for for the man that I am today. I'm a little odd I'm a little crazy, but God created me that way and God taught me to love people where they're at uh, is, Do you guys close with music on Wednesdays or if you want to So I know that, that Doug did, uh, he likes classical uh, Christian music, old gospels. Doug, do you know the song, Come Holy Spirit? i I don't. I can, I can probably sing something like that. Holy Spirit. Here, Here, let me sing it. Come, Holy Spirit, I need you. Come, sweet Spirit, I pray. I want to thank you for giving me the time to give me the opportunity to to speak to you, to speak to you, to, to share what God has given me and I hope that, that, I hope and I pray that you take hold of what he's, he's spoken tonight and what, what he's given me and you take it and run. And, and you reach out to your neighbors, the neighbors that you don't know, to people that you wouldn't necessarily wanna talk to, but you reach out and just show them a little love of Christ. Whether it be making a meal for somebody who's sick, sending somebody a thank you letter for, for something. The only way we're gonna win the lost is by loving the lost. You wanna take it or? No, 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 I'm, but. Praise God. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I just thank you, Lord. I thank you and I praise you for this day, Lord. Father, I thank you, Father, for, for speaking into my life, Father. Lord, I thank you for the things that you've done in my life, Father. And Lord, I pray that that the words that I spoke today, at times were confusing and, and were jumbled, Father, but Lord, you know where my heart is, Father. And Lord, you you know that that we just want to be a part of your kingdom, Father. Lord, that we want to reach the lost for you, Father. Father, I pray that everybody who's heard the sound of my voice, Father, that, Lord, that they stop and, and, and take a moment and, and think about and pray about what God has for them. Father, I pray that, Lord, that they would take that vision, Lord, and they would learn to extend themselves, Father, that, Lord, that they would learn to go to places that they've never been, that, Father, that they would learn who they are in your kingdom. Father, I pray that, Lord, that you would help them to Help them to reach the lost. Father, we thank you so much for who you are. Father, we thank you so much for everything you've done in our lives, Lord. Father, I, I thank you, Father, for, for loving me enough to, to bring me out of the hole I was in. Father, we just, we love you. Lord, we just praise you. And it's your precious name we pray. Amen.